Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 171 of the Big Big Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the Oscars. Not that we actually watch the award show, but we have a lot of thoughts about the dresses. And I have a lot of thoughts about Mindy Kaling and BJ Novak. It is an endless source of fascination for me. We are also going to talk about the morning show as I get closer to the end. Just some observations I've had about that. And we're going to talk a little bit about sports and beauty and just all of our our typical favorite topics. Before we get to all of that, though, I just want to remind you that if you have not yet joined us on Patreon, we would love to have you there. Patreon, you can get two additional episodes every month, a Closer Look episode, a Q&A episode, and it has been a ton of fun. It's $5 a month, easy breezy, and low, even more shenanigans from the two of us. So... We would love to have you there at patreon.com slash big boo. It's patreon.com slash big boo. Alrighty, here we go with episode 171. As always, thank y'all so much for being here. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And did you watch the Oscars? I did not watch. I watched the red carpet. I, of course, have gone back and looked at everybody's dresses. I have seen bits and pieces of the Oscars, but I just, I can't really, by and large, watch award shows all the way through anymore. I just haven't seen anything. So, so I didn't really, I mean, I didn't watch them at all, except just today to kind of catch up on who won what and, again, yeah. what people were wearing and that kind of stuff. But but I don't know enough about the movies at this stage in my life to get any sort of, I don't know, or, or to have any sort of interest in, in what's happening. Yeah, well, that's kind of like, I mean, so I would have been like, I'm cheering for little women all the way, but that's because that's the only thing I had really seen that I liked. And and then, of course, a marriage story, which I was thrilled for Laura Dern that she won Best Actress. Yes. And I did see her speech and it was lovely. Um, so I was thrilled for her, even though, I, you know, we our thoughts on that movie have been documented at this point. Sure. Um, and then but then like for movie of the year, like everybody kept saying Parasite. Parasite was so wonderful. So I was like, well, that sounds like what is that about that? I don't want to see a movie about like the coronavirus or something. Sure. Like, What is this? And so I looked it up and I was like, oh, that does sound kind of interesting. But I didn't realize it was about I thought it I just thought Parasite was a weird name for a movie that got movie of the year but it made more sense to me when I read what it was about well maybe I need so. to read that because I have no idea what it's about 
Well, it's essentially about two families. It sounds like from Rotten Tomatoes, it's about two Korean families, one wealthy and one not, and how they kind of get in each other's world and kind of use each other, like how they actually benefit. So it's a, it's a, it's a relationship dynamic, which I'm a lot more invested in that as I am in any kind of like a monster tick that's ravaging (laughs) society, which is what I pictured. Right. Right. Or a coronavirus. Listen, today we're in, I saw that, that, that cruise ship in Japan. Oh, listen, I listen, first of all, sympathies, because that would be horrible. Like that would be horrible to be trapped on a cruise ship that's been quarantined because of a virus. That is a Stephen King novel is what that is. It is the worst. Like that feels like something that is indirectly referenced in Revelation. Yes. Is what I'm going to say. Right. Like it sounds horrendous. Do you remember years ago when that carnival cruise broke down and all those people were stranded and it came out later that they had to like eat pickles and like poop in a paper <laughs> bag? Remember? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't remember those specific details, but Yes. Yes, I do. I do remember that, which it sounded like Lord of the Flies. That's what it sounded like. Like, just like every man for themselves. Like, yes, there's something on the mountain. It looks like it could be a monster, but it's really a dead person with a parachute attached. Like, it's just horrible, horrible, like a horror. And so that's immediately what I mean, that when I, that happened years ago, I think that was a carnival cruise that solidified for me, my decision to never go on a cruise ever Mm -hmm. to anywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't, people say the Alaskan cruises are lovely. That's great. More power to them. I have no entrance in being anywhere where I can't get off. Right. Um, and immediately get to shore of some sort, but, um, but the coronavirus and then everybody's sick and there you are and you're just stuck. I'm like, I, I don't even understand. I really do feel like your personal worst nightmare yeah, because I feel like my reaction in that situation would be I would just stay in my cabin. I would have mm-hmm. snacks because because in that kind of situation, I'm always going to take snacks in case the food is dicey. Yeah. So I would have snacks. I would stay in my room and I would just wait for blessed time to, to pass. I feel like yes. it is your actual worst nightmare to be trapped on a boat where there is some sort of contagion and you have nowhere of knowing where it is or when it will be stopped. No, it, it would be my absolute worst. I can't even like, I kind of can start to hyperventilate mm-hmm. just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, because that, that feeling of like that I'm forced to be somewhere doing, I mean, I would be that person like screaming, like, let me out of here. <laughs> let me out of here. Right. My Cajun pistachio nuts would be of no ca- comfort to you in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. If you said, hey, but here I've got granola bars. Right. I would be like, okay. You would have to like tell me that as I was like jumping off the ship and swimming to shore. Like, right. I think I would decide I'm going to take my chances with the sharks yeah, right. rather than stay here on this boat um, with people is, is kind of how I feel. But then I saw a headline, somebody tweeted it and it was from our local news station here in San Antonio. And I haven't seen it cause I don't really watch our local news other than just seeing what the weather is going to do. But, um, but that apparently some people in San Antonio have self quarantined themselves in their homes because of the coronavirus. And my understanding is they don't actually have it. They're just afraid they may get it. And right. so they've just, just stayed home. Take precautions. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that's about, but 
Um, but anyway, apparently that's happening right here in my city. Some people have put themselves under self-quarantine. Bless it. I know. I know. Oh, so I don't know. goodness. Well, uh, if I could bring up a happier topic than the coronavirus, yes. um, I really feel like I could make it at least a part-time job, at least a part-time job mm-hmm. to unearth and to try to find some wealth of information about the actual relationship status of Mindy Kaling and BJ Novak. I knew that's where you were going. I knew I knew it in my heart. I'm obsessed. This is this is why you and I are soup snakes because I knew in my heart <laughs> that that's where you were going with this. Yeah. I'm I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with her yellow dress that she wore yes. last night. I'm looks obsessed. Like a million bucks. It looks like a million bucks. I'm obsessed with it. I'm really everything she wears. She's got the best sense of like of color and pattern and yes. all that kind of stuff. She's fantastic in that regard. But he has been with her at every award show this year. He has. And I just like I found myself last night. I watched old YouTube clips of interviews with her where she talked about their relationship. And I was like. I was like some sort of decoder in the war trying to pick yeah. up like what's she, but what's she really saying? But what is she really mm-hmm. saying? How is she trying to craft her words so that she does not, she's not dishonest, mm-hmm. but she's not exactly telling us what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. And I, I feel like, cause I'm like, do we think that he's baby Catherine's daddy? I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like he is. You do. But would she go to the trouble of making him the godfather if he were? I don't know. I mean, I I just need to know some things. And it is, let me tell you what, it could not be less of my business. It could oh. not be less of my business. What is going on with those mm-hmm. two? Who the father mm-hmm. of her child is? None of that is any of my concern. And I am deeply concerned about it. I am so I know. deeply concerned about it. Well, and you know, she talks about it. I can't remember which book it is. If it's, is everyone hanging out without me? Or if it was the other one? I can't remember, but why not me? But in one of them, she talks about like how much her mom loves she and BJ together and how he was her best friend. And they really, and it just feels like this is the relationship that was waiting to happen. But maybe they've just wanted to keep it low key to keep it out of everybody's business. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I watched an interview that she did on CBS Sunday morning, which is one Mm -hmm. of my favorite programs. And Um, and she did an interview about them and she was just like, at this point, we've been friends, you know, for so many years and it's just like, we're family and everybody has that dynamic and, you know, yes, we do see each other a good bit, but it's just not what everybody wants it to be. And I'm like, listen, okay, I, I don't, I don't, then I don't know why you're going to all the award shows together. I don't know. I'm very confused by it. I'm very confused. Yeah. And maybe that's just who she's most comfortable with. Maybe sure. it's one of those things where it's like, well, who else am I going to go with? I'm not dating anybody else I care about, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure if he, I mean, you know, whether he is just the godfather or the baby's daddy, that you've got that relationship. He understands how much you love your child and you want to be with your child. And, you know, and I get that you'd be like, I don't want to go date some fool to go I don't to know. the, no. you know, mm-hmm. so, um, so this is, this is what I've got. I don't know. Maybe they're like the kids say friends with benefits. I don't know. <laughs> well, oh, well, I'm just saying I that's a real just, adult relationship status I and know. maybe that's theirs. But I feel like other than Brad and Jen, are any of us any more invested in anything than we are in BJ Novak and Mindy Kaling? I'm really not. 
I'm re- I, mm. I really am not. And I even thought, like, is it like me and my friend Ricky from high school? You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I'd yeah. rather, I, listen, when I was in high school, I'd rather been with Ricky than anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just in terms of pure comfort. So yes. it, could be, it could be that. It's just, golly, it just feels like, can't you two kids figure it out? Can't y'all, can't y'all yeah. somehow figure out how to make this thing work if it's not actually working and you're just really you know, fooling all of us, yes. by not acknowledging it. Well, and what I hope, and you know, there again, and this is the, the woman side of me, I hope that if there is unrequited love on one side or the mm. other, I hope that it's him saying, don't you just want to be together? And it's her saying, no, thank you. You yes. know what I mean? Like, that's not for me. I hope that it's on his, because I, I really, I just like her so much. And I think she seems so real and funny and relatable. You know, all the times we've gone out for coffee, I'm like, that Mindy is a hoot. <laughs> And <laughs> she is a stitch. She is a stitch <laughs> and just so real and relatable. And so it's like, I just really want her life to work out for her because I do feel like she's walked this great, very great line of staying kind of real and relatable, even as she's grown into this Hollywood world. Sure. And I also think like, I just don't like the idea of her pining away for, for somebody who is like, no, I don't, I'm not really interested in being committed. Like I would tell her to run if that were, yes. if that were the case. Yes. If they, if they have a true Ryan and Kelly dynamic yes. going on, I need her to get out of that. Right. But I'm hoping that maybe it's a little bit different right. on in real life. I don't know. And maybe they just truly adore each other and they're best friends. And, but you want to go, Mindy, <laughs> BJ, that's how all the best relationships start. Right. right. You need the foundation of friendship because right. everything you... else comes and goes, but you just Ebbs need a partner yes. who will, yes, who will laugh with you and write with you and just, you know, be your soup snake. That's all I'm saying. Listen, this is where, if you were a singer songwriter, you would say, and now I would like to dedicate a song. And you would, yes. you would pull out your guitar and you would sing to them. Yeah, I would. I would. And I would hope that they would look at each other in a new light and, you know, everything would go from there. That's it. So, well, I have um, some questions is all I'm saying. I have some questions. Yeah. Well, and I noticed, so Brad was solo last night. Yes. Speaking of a million bucks, I mean, good okay. night. I, on, I, I, I really feel like, again, I, I you know, I studied because yes. I was like, has he had, again, none of my business doesn't stop my interest. Mm-hmm. Has he had some sort of work done? How does he look like that at, at this age? Like he really looked like a million bucks. But I think more than anything is there was a stretch of years where he looked, and I mean, they have a lot of children. It stands to reason. But like, yeah. he always he just looked so tired and run down. He looks healthy now. Like he's got some light in his eyes and some... He, he doesn't look like he's hollowed out underneath and underneath his eyes and all that kind of stuff. I think he just looks healthy. So it was great to see that. Yeah, I thought he looked great. I laughed because I saw somebody, it was on Kathleen Jennings Beauty, who I love to follow on Instagram, but she had put up a picture of him and said somebody had messaged her and said, I think he sleeps on his left side. Because if you look at it <laughs> closely, you can see that side of his face is a little more wrinkled and aged than the right side. I appreciate um, somebody who would take the time to notice yes, that. I really do. I could be their friend. That's what I thought. I was like, I, and part of me thought, was that Jamie Golden who messaged her <laughs> to say that? Because right. I felt like that. Would feels... somebody send Brad a silk pillowcase? <laughs> yes. 
does he not know about this? Maybe he can train to sleep on his back because I know he looks good, but how much better could he look if he could sleep on his back? Um, but I thought he looked good and I agree, but you know, it was funny because Perry and I saw an older couple whose kids we've known forever. We saw them and we hadn't seen them in years, but we saw them leaving church yesterday. And when we got in the car, I told Perry, I said, well, they look, I said, they look like a million bucks. I said, they look better than they did 10 years ago. And he said, yeah, because they don't have teenagers at home anymore. Right. right. And, and there's I was something like, to be said for that. Just the stress of right. that being not around. Yeah. I'm like, they've been empty nesters now for like 10 years. So they've had some rest. They've been able to kind of restore themselves. They, they're getting good sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're, li- they're living the good life. So I don't know. There's something to that. Now, this is Brad Pitt adjacent. But yes. I will say, so I'm close to finishing the morning show. I've still I've got one. I have one episode left. I've, so good. It's so good. Listen, here's what I'm going to tell you is like it. There's so much programming now that I feel like you don't really see chemistry be- between characters like we used to. Because mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. nobody's got time to look for that. Nobody's got time yeah. to find somebody where they, the two people have chemistry because there, there's just there's too much to get done and there are too many too many shows mm-hmm. going on and all that kind of stuff. So nobody's mm-hmm. really looking for that lightning in a bottle sort of thing. But yeah. I have been so intrigued by the very genuine chemistry between Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. Yes, I agree. They've got great chemistry, they don't you think? Great chemistry. Mm-hmm. And listen, and we won't we won't spoil anything or get into all the the sort of the plot points of that. It's interesting that she would have chemistry with him because. Man, but, um, but they do, they have such a nice, nice little rapport. Like I thought last night as I was watching one of the episodes, I was like, you really do believe that these are two people with great affection for each other. Yes, I agree. It Mm -hmm. seems like it's so easy to buy that they have been, that they have been coworkers and dear friends Mm -hmm. for a long time, which is what they are in the show. And it's, it, it's totally believable because they really do interact so well together. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I will finish that tonight and then i've got to figure out what's next for me okay well you're gonna have to text me as soon as you finish because i'm gonna need to know about that hey everybody a quick break to talk to you about magic spoon when i was growing up breakfast cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid but as an adult you realize that all your favorites were full of sugar and junk that maybe you really shouldn't eat and now breakfast can be a little bit boring Well, this episode is sponsored in part by Magic Spoon, a new cereal company that's discovered a way to recreate your favorite childhood cereals with zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. Magic Spoon offers four flavors based on the all-time classics, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, plus a variety pack that lets you try them all. Magic Spoon spent over a year working with the best food scientists and chefs in the world to recreate the taste and texture of classic sugary cereal, but without all the junk that makes them horrible for your health. Magic Spoon is gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and GMO-free, but it tastes so good that you and your kids would never guess it was healthy. You've really got to try Magic Spoon to believe it. I've mentioned before that Caroline has tried it and loved it when you were having that sugar craving, but you just don't want to derail your healthy eating. You can feel good about your Magic Spoon cereal. Breakfast is important. It should be exciting and fun. And now you and your kids can continue to enjoy breakfast cereal and actually get a nutritious meal out of it. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that they back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. 
So go to magicspoon.com slash bigboo to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code bigboo at checkout to get free shipping. Again, Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, they'll back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash bigboo and use the code bigboo for free shipping. Alrighty, back to episode 171. Um, now let's talk about, have you seen some dresses? Do we want to talk about some of our favorite dresses from last night? Do you feel I have confident? seen some dresses. Yes, I have. Okay. Okay. So do you have a, do you have picks? Do you have, could you give us a top three? Um, yes. I, top could, two? I give, could give you a top three. Um, my, my, should I go in reverse order? Is that better? Is that more exciting? Um, sure. Yeah. Let's do that with a drum roll at the end. Okay. I'll really have to think about my, about okay. my three and two, cause I know who my one is. Okay. Um, I would say I just in, in no particular order. I thought Renee Zellweger was great in that just white yes. sheath, one shoulder situation, that hair yes. pullback. I thought she looked classic and elegant. Mm-hmm. And I loved the dress that Cynthia Arrivo wore to, um, to sing that was the, yes. like the gold and it had the huge thing. Like it's not even practical or wearable, but I thought it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then um, my, my top was Natalie Portman. I thought she looked yes. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And that cape with those embroidered names uh-huh. was something. Yeah. I mean, she, she came to make a statement yeah. and I she I gave did. that a salute. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was phenomenal. Okay. That's, so we're kind of tracking because I thought I loved, um, I thought Renee Zellweger was my favorite of the night in terms of if you told me I could go to an award show and take somebody's body and put my head on it, it would be Renee Zellweger <laughs> because I, I would say I would like to wear that dress, but I'm going to say it takes a certain workout and oh. in, in fitness regimen to look like that in a super fitted white dress. And I don't know that there, there's enough spanks for me to carry that off. Well, it's the um, same thing as Jennifer Aniston, right? At the Golden Globes. Remember yes. she had the white dress on and it's like you, you've, you've, you got to be confident about what you're working with in that situation. Yeah. But again, yeah. Renee Zellweger looks muscular. You know, she looks very yes. lean, like she's done some Pilates or something. And yeah. so she looked ph- phenomenal in that dress. Yeah. She doesn't miss arm day. I'm going <laughs> to tell you that, you know what I mean? Like she's no. not, Mm-mm. she's not missing arm day. No, she does not um, skip I, her tricep work. No. Like she's, she's, she's in it. Full on. I thought Regina King looked. Yes, ma'am. Gorgeous. Same deal. Like in great shape. It, that dress was just fit to a T. Like it just hugged her in all the right places. The color looked beautiful on her. I loved it. Um, I thought that was a great one. Mindy Kaling in that yellow yes. was gorgeous. Um, and then I liked, um, oh, I liked Penelope Cruz. I liked her black dress. With I don't that think kind I saw what she wore. Skirt. It was really cute. It was, um, I don't know. I laugh because Jamie Golden had put something about that she had seen it. That was the prom dress she'd circled in Y Magazine in 1994. Yes, but it, I did see it. I did see it. Yes. And it just had the like, I don't know, like it was a little shorter, but long. But it just looked really pretty on her. Like I just, I really liked that one a lot. So um, those are the three that come to mind. I did not really love Laura Dern's. I love Laura Dern, but I didn't like those tassels. It looked great on her, but I yeah. didn't know how I felt about those tassels hanging off the bodice and personally. Kristen Wiig's dress. Um, I didn't know what to, I know some people really liked it. Yeah. I, it just was strange to me. Why? I just kept thinking, why would you do that? I don't yes. know. Yes. 
I know it was a little, um, those sides were kind of different. I thought Brie Larson's dress was, I'm gonna make a confession. I don't know who Brie Larson is or what she's been in, but I thought her dress was phenomenal, but I don't, I don't feel as emotionally invested in her as I do some of the other actresses who I've known and loved in things. Right. And you did see that Jamie, um, zoomed in on her feet. Did you catch that? Oh no, I missed missed that. What was the foot situation? That would have done me in. She just, she had kind of a jacked up toe and she had on some strappy Uh, shoes and like, you know, some people like to wear their strappy shoes where their toes hit the end. And some people like to wear strappy shoes where their toes wrap over the end, which I, I, it's not my deal. But she had one toe that was kind of a renegade in that situation. (laughs) And (laughs) and Jamie, like, cropped it. She spotted it. Zoomed in on it. Like, you know, so... So yeah, okay. I'm saying there like I, I've never as I look back last night at the pictures, I was like, I don't who is that? I don't know who that is. Now I will say I saw a picture today of Reese Witherspoon at the Vanity Fair party, and she had on a silver dress that was darling, a short dress oh, okay. that was so so cute. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I like those those dresses and jumpsuits and all that stuff even more because it's stuff that people would actually wear you know not many of yes, us are going to need yes. like a valentino couture gown but no, anyway no, but it is usually. It's super fun to see what people are wearing yeah i loved oh and you know who else i loved i loved janelle monet had that silver with the hood yes, i thought was so dramatic I love that. yes and pretty i just because there again that's not something you're going to see it's your normal like symphony bell ball no. you know like nobody's wearing that to a to a san antonio debutante party it was it was a little extra which i appreciated well that's like that's the like the dress that cynthia arrivo sang in like it's there's a little drama to that thing and i and i think listen if you're one of the oscars why play it safe in that regard now yeah the Kristen wig thing because it was just the embellishment is it was in such an odd place like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that's why i had a hard time with that i'm all for a dramatic gown but then yes. somebody posted today a picture of elizabeth banks wore the same dress in 2004 that she wore last night. And I say bravo. I say bravo, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. One, well, you know, you can still fit in it. And two, it yeah. still looks great on you. Didn't buy anything. Yeah. Well, and Jane Fonda, somebody mm-hmm. pointed out she had on, she had worn that dress before, which I mean, is anybody, I mean, we all need to be using, forget your, you know, your rose hip oil. I mean, let's find out what Jane Fonda's using because Seriously. I'll have what she's having. Mm-hmm. Good night. So it was fun to watch. I mean, it was fun to see the different yeah. the different ensembles and whatnot. I still don't know how any anybody's tux is different than anybody else's. Like that, you know, when they're all like, "Well, who are you wearing?" Yeah, it's, it looks like it's, it looks like everybody went to the shop and got got the the tuxes for prom. I don't know what we're after here, but I know lapel yeah. size is different and colors different, yeah. and cut and all that. But I don't know. All yeah. kind of looks the same Brad Pitt wore that. Well, he had a velvet jacket. And then Timothy Chalet wore that outfit that I was like, is he the waiter? Like, what's <laughs> happening? Because that was a interesting choice. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, to um, each his own. So, yeah, overall, to each his own. And then Joaquin Phoenix, apparently, which I missed it. But I guess he told us all that we shouldn't be drinking milk because of the baby cows. Let and me tell so, you what. And, here's what I told. Some of the girls at school today were talking about that and like played part mm-hmm. of the speech. And I said, y'all, here's all I can here's all I can say about that is how deeply does he have to feel that? That he yes. would, at the moment he receives the greatest professional honor of his life 
it's awarded to him in front of millions of people that that is the thing he wants to get up on that stage and talk about. Yeah. I said, I mean, like, clearly that is something that means something to him, which then, of course, made me think, well, what would I talk about? I don't know that that would be my topic, but, but he clearly like, and it wasn't even just that he was talking about it. Let me shut the door. Hold on. Okay. So I don't know what I would talk about, but clearly like he had thought that thing through and when presented with an opportunity, that was, that was what meant the most to him. And so then I get all wrapped up in that. I'm like, well, that, that alone to me is fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you choose, that you feel that strongly about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I think that was an interesting, it was interesting. My other, my only other note is I think Natalie Portman, I will say that her hair did for me something that hair really hasn't done for me since Reese Witherspoon with her bangs years ago was it made me think, oh, I want to get my hair all chopped off to chin length. Like I loved her hair okay. so much. I, seriously, like that was to me, I was obsessed with her hair last night when I initially mm-hmm. saw her picture because I was like, okay, so good for you that like you didn't do anything super tricky with your hair yeah but that chin length bob with just the beachy waves yes Mm ma'am i totally understand how it would have that effect on you because it looked fantastic it was beautiful fantastic Mm -hmm. and that's where i usually have to talk myself down and remember that i don't have natalie portman's face so like just going and getting that haircut isn't going to make me have that face and so i probably need to take a step back you know what i mean because i think she's so striking you have great bone structure like you've got great but oh i see i think you could totally do it well, maybe one of these days I will, but I loved it. I just thought it looked so great on her. And I loved that it was just, it was very chic, but it was also just real simple. Like she didn't do, cause you know, I, I mean, haven't we all gone to something where we've like, I'm going to go get that updo and mm-hmm. we really regret it later where we're like, this feels a little. I thought it also, much. I thought it was youthful because I thought like with her, with the, with the black dress mm-hmm. and the gold details and the belt, like it was a a very sort of ornate dress that had a lot happening. And then she's got the black cape on. I thought the hair sort of lightened the look. Yeah. You know, it felt lighter and freer than maybe the, I mean like the, what she wore was gorgeous, but I love that that was the direction they went with, with her hair. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fantastic. So. Hey everybody, a quick break in this episode to tell you about Noemi. If you had asked me even five years ago, if I considered myself a jewelry person, I would have said, no, I am not a jewelry person. What I have realized though, over the last few years is that I actually really love beautiful jewelry, but I just don't want it to be overpriced. I don't want it to be super flashy. I want it to be classic and I want it to be something that I really enjoy wearing. So I'm really happy to tell y'all about Noemi. Noemi believes that luxury jewelry doesn't have to be overpriced. They cut out the middlemen to deliver exceptional fine jewelry without the traditional retail markups. Noemi designs and manufactures everything in-house and sells directly to consumers with a lifetime warranty and free shipping both ways. So you can save an average of 50% compared to other luxury brands. Usually, you might have to know somebody to get this kind of deal, but at Noemi, everybody gets the friends and family treatment. You can read the thousands of five-star reviews on their website and see for yourself. So whether you're buying for yourself or for a gift, 
Noemi is the safest place to shop for luxury jewelry online. You can return any order for a full refund, even with engravings or custom designs. It's literally an entirely risk-free experience. Authenticity is guaranteed with an IGI certificate detailing color, clarity, and appraisal value. You can even use flexible payment options with no hidden costs and no extra charges. Y'all, I recently got a Noemi Eternity Band, a multicolored Eternity Band, because I wanted a little color on my ring finger. And let me tell you, I am a little bit obsessed with it. It is just gorgeous. It is delicate. It is simple. It is something that I can wear every day. It's something that I could wear when I travel, but I just love it. It's exactly the simple extra touch that makes me feel like I am really dressed for the day. So if you are looking for quality fun jewelry made to last a lifetime from a luxury brand you can trust, it's Noemi. And you can see exactly what I'm talking about if you go to hellonoemi.com slash bigboo to see their collections and get $50 off your first purchase with the promo code BIGBOO. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-O-E-M-I-E dot com slash BIGBOO. And don't forget to use the promo code BIGBOO for $50 off your first purchase. Their jewelry really is so beautiful. I think you're going to love it. Okay, so I have a question for you that several people have, have asked me oh. that I have don't know because we haven't talked about this. But okay. what, what happened with your chimney a few days ago? Well, it was a false alarm. Okay. It, was, it was a false alarm. So everything was okay. We were very concerned, but Perry, because we had done, we had gotten cold here. And so we had um, built a fire in the fireplace. And what we've learned is because our house is so old and our chimney is so old that if you don't get those ashes out of there, like it, the whole house starts to smell smoky when it, the weather warms back up. Mm -hmm. There's a spiritual so he application was, here, by the way. That's it. Yeah. Uh -huh. So we had to, we had to clear out the ashes. And so oh. he was doing that. <laughs> Yep, get rid of them. Uh -huh. So we had to get rid of that. And Piper got very excited because I think she thought because things oh. were happening in the chimney. She... Adventure time has returned. Yes. Uh -huh. yes, it was like a Pavlovian response okay. where she was like, we're in the chimney. It's time for action. There's a raccoon. But as it turns out, um, there was not. So okay. all is clear. Yeah, all is clear. But I was nervous there for a little bit because I was like, why are we suddenly so excited about that again? Mm -hmm. Well, so. I'm happy for you that there were no raccoons involved. But I did think that the the gif that you put in your Insta stories was hilarious of the, do you remember? Uh, what oh, it's <laughs> the one eating on the couch because uh -huh. I thought this is, yeah, this is where, well, because I think now what I've realized, which I didn't know before, and now I'm following some of these people on Instagram and on Twitter, because people have shown them to me, is there's apparently like a whole raccoon subculture going on okay. that I that I wasn't really aware of, like people that are obsessed with raccoons that would like to have pet raccoons um, that are really into raccoons. And that's a real thing. And so um, anyway, there's a lot of raccoon stuff out there. Oh, there's a I'm lot of raccoon you. material. There's a lot of raccoon material because who was it? I think it was Catherine at Grastain sent me the first one. I'm going to have to find the name, but it's a girl who on Twitter, like all she does is pretty much tweet kind of funny things about raccoons. And I started following her and I will say she makes me laugh like every day. So this what are you going to do? This also feels like an account that Mike Leach might follow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alex, Alex is so tickled by him because he's like, mama. Or so, depending on what the day is. Yeah. Um, he just, he pretty much just tweets memes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. our that's our coach. I mean, he mm-hmm. I don't know. He he is such a source of delight already and we have yet to play a game. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, because he's talked about scaring that recruit with a magic <laughs> trick. I mean, and I'm like, that's just not something that you hear a lot of coaches talk about. No, it's not. <laughs> it makes me so happy. You know, I ordered a shirt. I don't know if I told you. I ordered oh, like, you the, did? the day they hired him. I ordered a shirt from a store in Starville that says Mike. It's a maroon shirt. It says Mike in the eyes of cowbell. And uh, it's, <laughs> it's maybe my favorite thing right now. Like it's. Ah, well, understandably so. I mean, really. So it's it's so good. I, I just, like, baseball starts in four days. College baseball starts in four days. Yes, you, it does. You realize, which, I mean, if that doesn't light me up from the inside out, you don't know me at mm-hmm. all. So that starts in four days. And so I was like, okay, so if, if college baseball is getting ready to start and we're not far from March Madness, that means we're not far from, like, spring football game. It's about, oh, that's it's about to get moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it just, yeah. It, such an exciting time and um speaking of basketball by the way our women at state and your women from a&m played yesterday oh okay and who won i don't even know well we won but here was the thing okay and and y'all led the whole game and we're up by 12 at the beginning of the fourth quarter Mm, okay and so it was a there was a whole comeback situation oh, but i'm nice. here to tell okay. you but but it was watching like the combination watching both those teams watching gary blair who i just listen it just seems to be the dearest of men yes i 100 percent agree on that and vic schaefer and of course there was a big crowd and i really i, I just thought this is everything i love about sports like i just mm-hmm. it was so fun to watch those girls are so talented on both teams they're just just out there you know just hustling and and sacrificing themselves again and again and again and it was just it's a great basketball game I even went back and watched some of it um later like rewatched okay. parts of it again it was so good I just I so love the way that women's sports have been elevated over the course of the last really 10 years but particularly I think the last five they've had so much more visibility because of the SEC network mm-hmm. and it just it makes me so happy to 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 watch them just they're so gifted and it was super fun to watch yeah yeah I agree I love to watch all the sports I did not watch basketball you know basketball is my least favorite I know, of all the sports I know. so I don't get as invested in basketball um, I mean, it's fine, but it's just never been one that I take on like the others. Mm-hmm. I don't take it. It's not that it's not the sport of my heart like right. the others. Well, one of the sports of your heart is about to be rolling here in four days and it's going to be good times. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. I'm super. OK, so circling back around because I just feel like I don't want to leave everybody hanging. So the name of the raccoon Twitter oh, account okay. that I have has brought me so much. And listen, it's bizarre, but it makes me laugh. It's called Roxy Horror. R-O-X-I-H-O-R-R, like horror. Um, but she just treats real random stuff, but a lot of it is about raccoons. Okay. That's, so that's I cannot wait stuff. to say. I cannot so wait. This, yeah, so like here's an example. Like friend says, your kitchen looks great. Me, want to see the new garbage disposal? Friend, sure. Me, opening cupboard to reveal a large raccoon <laughs> napping. His name is Boris. <laughs> <laughs> For all you know, some of your neighbors have modeled in these in these photographs. 
They could be. I mean, they could be. I mean, when you start looking up raccoon pictures and you see how fat some of these raccoons mm-hmm. are, I'm like, that's 100% what's living next door to me because those are, they're eating some high level garbage. That's right. I mean, they've got a good food situation around here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway. Okay. The other thing I felt like I needed to make sure to mention this week is I've gotten several emails and several messages to let me know that the Hamilton movie we talked about next week does not actually come out until 2021. I know. I was just real sad about that. And I found that out like probably like 20 minutes after we recorded. So I made a note in the show notes that, hey, it actually doesn't come out until 2021, but I think some people didn't see it. So just know that, that yes, I'm sad about it, but better 2021 than never so i'm trying to be a grown-up and and have a better perspective about it when i want to kind of yeah i i know well i'm going to tell you that it took me to a dark place when i realized that because somebody put that message in my dms and they were like hey just so you know it doesn't come out till october of 20 i was like okay and i had really been excited thinking that i couldn't wait and that caroline and i were going to go see it the day that it came out and then it dawned on me that now she's going to be off at college when it comes out and it just i'm going to tell you that it was not really a good realization for me That's a but blow. um I've already it was a blow but I thought well I'm gonna drive to hopefully college station and I'll just we'll just go to the movies I'll drive to college station and we'll go right it's we'll all fine there. It's, all, it's all gonna be fine fine it's all and because everybody knows every college freshman is like you know what I really wish that my mom would come in and take me to the movie. I'm gonna tell you something though I have so many friends who on a weekday will drive to Tuscaloosa or drive to Auburn and go see their kids and take them to lunch and, okay. and I'm well. going to tell you, too, that I think that after they have lived in a dorm and they have eaten cheese and crackers for supper or ramen noodles or heated up a can of soup or whatever they've done, they're delighted to see a parent coming who will, who's, will take them somewhere and let them get some hot food. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So anyway, so that's what going to see Hamilton is going to look like for me. I just was a weird, it was weird to think that we're on that timeline now when people talk about things that aren't too far away where I'm like, oh, she's going to be in college. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's sobering. I, I, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. Alex turned 17 in March. I mean, just oh. not even, I mean, barely a month away and mm-hmm. 17, yeah, that sounds old. It is old. It is old. I know. I know. It's just crazy. It is crazy. So anyway, what else is happening? Um, we don't really have a whole lot else that's going on. Um, we um we kind of had a quiet weekend, and well, with the rodeos in town, so that's all happening. So Caroline went to the rodeo last night, so that was super fun for her. Mm-hmm. Um, we were supposed to go to the rodeo, but apparently. I don't know, somebody had texted Perry and said, hey, do you want radio tickets? And he decided that we didn't, even though I said, I think we do. So I don't really know where the miscommunication was there. But it's fine. It's all fine. So, um, and I don't know that I really, I love, well, I like parts of the rodeo. So anyway, I don't know if we're going to make it out there or not. I like the part where you go eat all the junk food around the rodeo. Um, so that's happening here. And then we've kind of got kind of a quiet week for the most part. I'm cooking meatloaf for dinner tonight. I mean, that's what we have going on here. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty quiet. And I will, you know, it's supposed to rain here every night this week, I think. And so, yeah, here too. so Alex's lacrosse got canceled this um evening and then I don't I, I have not 
I don't think, told everybody that he is going to be in Hello, Dolly this spring. Um, no, as, another musical. Uh, as the head policeman. I mean, he's head policeman. Uh-huh. And um, he, re- like, he really loved that whole Billy Joel thing. I think it was just a completely different side of his personality that kind of got to yeah. come out. And and he loves those kids so much that he was, was in the Billy Joel thing with. And a lot of them are also in Hello, Dolly. And so he decided he wanted to at least try to be in the chorus. And so he is head policeman. But nice. but his Hello Dolly practice is also canceled because he's had to um, go like to the cross from 530 to 730 and then just head straight into school to do play practice. It's been busy. And, okay. Um, but he's committed. He's in it. That's, I love that. So see, she, can't, she cannot oh. handle it. Let me no. let her out now so she okay. won't bark. going to come back and paw at the door uh-huh yeah because then she wants out i know we yesterday afternoon we got home from church and i was laid down on the couch take a nap and mabel like curls up on the front end of me and then piper curls up like up by my legs like mm-hmm. so they're both up on the couch with me and piper i guess thought she heard something and she went running to the back door to like growl and defend or whatever but then she realized i guess false alarm so she came back to the couch and like the way mabel you know they always growl at each other but the way mabel growled at her like it was it was like she was talking like i told perry i said it was mabel was cussing her out like she was mad because she had gotten woken up from a nap because it was like this it was like like it was like she was really she needed to emphasize some syllables yes she said you woke me up from my nap Mm -hmm. i'm annoyed that you're up here on the couch you're too close like it's the whole thing but it cracked me up because it was she was so vocal and the way she said it it was really like she was talking like she had some things to say she was was not happy Mm -hmm. yeah she was so done so um now on another note, I feel like I have, well, I have two things I need to say on a beauty product note. Oh, delightful. Well, one is I want to say that I really am liking that Sika cream that I ordered okay. off of Amazon. Okay. I really like it. It's very moisturizing. I It feels like it, it soothes my skin and moisturizes my skin as well as the skin by Blair. And as we know, this is significantly less expensive. Right. So it's been, that was a good call. So I've been real happy with that. The other thing, and this is just on a beauty note. So I did an Instagram story last week and it was um, I, about Beth's book, about Beth Moore's new book, mm-hmm. Chasing Vines, which is very good, by the way. It is very good. Um, but I did that and a lot of people messaged me and they were like, oh my gosh, your eyelashes, what are you using? And your hair, like your hair looks good. Like it looks whatever. Well, then what I realized later, so I was in the parking lot at Target and I wanted to film that because I was about to drive back home, but I didn't have my glasses and I didn't want to film it with my reading glasses. Really see what filter that I was using. And so I just want to say that that filter for whatever reason, it was called the golden hour and it made my eyelashes look very much longer than what they really are. Okay. So I just want to say that as a disclaimer, um, okay. that I, I'm not a blonde because I realized like, because then one of my good friends from high school messaged me, this good guy friend who maybe was like my BJ Novak in high school. Right. He messaged me and he was like, Mel, I love hearing your voice. And he was like, and I love your hair no matter what color it is. And I was like, huh? So he thinks huh. I'm a blonde. 
Well, I even huh. I even sent like, you a message when I saw that and said, "Okay, eyelashes." Like I didn't. You did. I thought she had really yeah. dolled it up that morning, but no, mm -hmm. I re I really had not. It was a filter. It was a filter. So I just I I just want to own that and say that it was a filter and I knew that I was using some sort of filter I just didn't realize I couldn't see it very clearly sure. and so when I got home I was like because Caroline was even like mom your hair is blonde in this filter and I was like oh I did know I couldn't really see yeah so that's a real issue that's, all I'm that's a real issue it is I, when, when I was um in Tennessee and did a couple of Instagram stories while I was there several people messaged me and said something like oh my gosh your skin looks great and at the time I was like oh my gosh thank you that's so sweet <laughs> and then so I was driving home Saturday night I was like dummy you had a filter like yeah yeah my skin looked good I had a haze it was like Sybil Shepherd filming moonlighting with the Vaseline on the lens yeah it did if we could only all go through life, because that's what I thought later. I thought, well, my eyelashes do look really good, but that is not, people were like, is that the Thrive Mascara? And I'm like, no, the Thrive Mascara is good. Don't get me wrong, yeah, it but it doesn't good. make me look like that. It mm -hmm. isn't that good. I mean, so that's, I just felt like you always want to, I want to lay that out there. Like that was, it was a whole different version of what the real life version kind of looks like. Right. I know. I know. The internet, it's tricky. Yeah. But I will say that my hair is, I'm, my my hairstylist got it a little too light at my last appointment and I plan to fix, I go back the end of February and I am going to get it darkened back down because I don't like how light it is right now. Okay. I thought so, it looked light. It's not I thought blonde. it looked great though. I just thought, Oh, Mel went, went blonder the last time. Yeah. No, it's a little, it's just a little too blonde around my face. I don't quite like how blonde it is because I don't, cause I'm, I'm just a brunette. It would be like if all of a sudden you had brown hair, you're mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's a little too, it's a little too light okay. for me. So that's it. Well, I thought you looked great. Well, thanks. That's very sweet. But I'm saying it was the filter. I mean, I just think the, the filters are marvelous. And don't get me wrong. I wish I, if I could walk around with one 24-7, I would. Me too. But I mean, it's so much better. But I will say I have so loved the people who have either emailed or commented on Instagram as we've talked about concealers and stuff to let us know what they are using. I feel like I've got a, I feel like I have a list I feel, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like we've gotten some good suggestions. So I love it when y'all tell us what products you're loving too. Yeah, I know. I think it's always helpful. Well, and I found one that I am going to want to try next. I've already got, um, but I found this on our neighborhood. We have like a neighborhood trading site mm -hmm. um, where people buy and sell things. But somebody had asked about dark spots, which, you know, is my Achilles heel. Sure. And so, but somebody suggested, and it has amazing reviews, is it's Caudalie, I guess is oh, how yeah, you say it. That. It's yeah. French. Caudalie. Um, yeah, it's, so you've seen it, but it's called their Vino Perfect Skin Brightening Serum, Radiant Serum. Okay. And when you go on their website and look, it has 198 all five-star reviews. Oh my goodness. I know, which what... I mean, it's number, it's been number one in French pharmacy since 2008. <laughs> so, well, listen, I can't think of any higher praise than to be, really, which are all no doubt nestled in lavender fields. Every yeah. one of those French pharmacies. Every single one. And so, but it does say that people, all the reviews say this has done more than anything to reduce my dark spots, my age spots sun pigmentation, melasma, pregnancy, acne marks, like the whole deal. So I think that when I 
get to my next thing, that's what I'm going to get. Now, I'm going to try that. You also, though, you think that the the Thrive, that three-in-one brightening wash, you think that's been helpful too, right? I do. I love that Thrive facial wash. I think it's like the best face wash. Like, I'll buy that over and over again now for sure. Like, um, it's really good, and I think it makes my skin feel really clean, and I think it's definitely brightened it. Well, I listen, we trust you on these things. Yeah, for sure. That's, I'm just, yeah, it's really good. So, um, yeah, so overall, I feel like, but the, the, the Vino Perfect Radiant Serum, I was like, oh, that is, you have got my attention, mm-hmm. sir. Number so, one in French pharmacies for 11 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sign what? me up. I'm in. Uh-huh. I'm in. Well, and people say that they started using that instead of their vitamin C, like it does. Oh, okay. But it's, so I was like, okay, so the next time I'm out, because right now I'm using that Nourish Max, which I talked about, which I do feel like it's good. I don't know that I've seen anything that's any better than anything else, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. So, but now I'm really wanting to know about the, the Vino Perfect Serum. Listen, we just appreciate that you you just keep finding it. You just, you just <laughs> keep finding it you're you you never give up you never no. give up it is my white whale mm-hmm. is what I'm telling it is yeah well I really feel I mean this this Thrive Mascara I will say has put the brake I mean like I feel like I have I have put the brakes on a little bit with my mascara stuff it has calmed it is it has slowed my roll a bit in my search because I love it so much I agree. And it's got those, it feels pretty, you know, I guess because it does like the tubes on your lashes mm-hmm. or something, you know, and I, I did notice yesterday morning in church <clears throat> during worship, I got a little teary at one point and I've kind of went to like dab at my eyes with my finger and I was like, I had one black tube that came <laughs> off on my finger, but I thought, well, I guess that beats it running down my face mm-hmm. because it did, it did not, now I did not do a full on cry. I just had some tears, but it wasn't, it didn't smear or anything. Right. So it was good. I love it. It's good. Yeah, it is good. It is good. It makes your lashes look long and full. And full. Yeah. Well, alrighty. Well, I guess we have moved from the Oscars to beauty products and finished with mascara. So it feels like this was all, all as it should be. All in the proper say, order. Yeah. Just went the way it was supposed to go. So now I got to go make meatloaf. So that's going to be super exciting. Well, it sounds exciting. I'm making... Chicken Tetrazzini, our friend Jamie at Family Savvy, I'm making her recipe. So I'm about to go grate okay. some cheese because Jamie okay. does not think that we need to be using pre-grated cheese in our chicken Tetrazzini. So I'm yeah. about to go great. Okay. Okay. I know. You know, it's funny because I was always one. I had gotten to where I always bought the bag cheese and I feel like so many people now are like, don't use that bag cheese. And so mm-hmm. I even bought a new cheese grater to try to be better about I grating have, my cheese. I have a new cheese grater too. I really do. It's not, okay. and, I, and I can grate it in my food processor. It's just it's so much trouble to get the food processor out. And then you've got to clean yeah. all the individual pieces. I'd rather just stand there and grate. I feel like. I. I agree. I agree. Maybe that's what we could talk about if we ever win the Academy Award for Best Actress. <laughs> that's it could be our, That's what I'm going to feel strongly our, about. Yeah, we're going to talk about the difference and why let's grate our own cheese. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to waste the plastic to buy the pre-grated cheese? That's right. That, that'll be our platform. So at least we settled that. Uh, yeah. Well, now we know. Okay. All right. Okay, y'all. Well, we will talk to y'all next week. And we will also have our Closer Look Patreon episode coming out in the next week. So if you're one of our Patreon people, be on the lookout for that. We're going to talk about book writing. It's going to be our Closer Look this time.
I can't wait. Can't wait. Okay, we'll talk to y'all later. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.